Hey guys, it's your girl Black Mamba and of course the lovely and wonderful AP. How are you? I'm good. What's up guys? Oh, how are you? I am really good. I am really sticking strong to my fasting, um, which is really working out for me. Yeah. Um, the body's high, the body's tight. Yeah. The body is feeling great. Yeah. Yeah. It's looking <clears throat> like an A+. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. It's looking like an A+. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a lot, been a lot of work, but good work. Uh, you know when you're like, I'm hungry, but, but, okay? Mm-hmm. No, by no means is a bitch mm-hmm. starving yourself, but you know when you're like, mm, yes. As the great you, Kim you K bitch? has always said, you should always go to bed a little bit hungry. You should go to bed a little bit hungry. It leaves you wanting more. Yeah. Like your ass. It wants to feed off your ass. It needs to feed off my ass. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Thank God. I mean, I do that. I do the intermittent fasting, which is nice because then I can it. The weight is coming off like in the right places. Yes. Like it's not some like wild weight loss where, where people are like, hey, how you doing? What's going on at home? Sometimes when you lose weight too fast, you look like a fucking blow up doll. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Take like, five. Yeah, like you ever see someone and you're like, oh, they come so that this fast is, though. <laughs> you're like, oh, this is new. This is new to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, thank God my body is still like I have never had to give birth. Mm-hmm. So, and I've never been like so out of control with my weight that I'm like, so you're just coming in hot, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like you doing big shit. Mm-hmm. So like I didn't, ha- I had enough to lose, but not enough to lose. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always fun because then you get to go back like to your. All the clothes you didn't, you couldn't wear before. Yeah. Yeah. It's like is, a whole new closet again. It's like a whole new closet yeah. again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I needed to like get my shit together. And sometimes you have to, like the other night I was driving home and there were chicken tenders and, and uh, potato wedges in the back seat. Mm-hmm. And I had to remind myself, hey, bitch, they're going to make these in six months. They're going to make, the, like they're still making them yeah. every day. Actually, they make them every 25 Well, they minutes. provoked an emotional response, which sometimes can be um, eye-opening Mouth opening, to say the very least. Yes, I will say that. It was, uh, I found myself having a very out loud monologue with myself yeah. saying, what is wrong with you, you stupid bitch? Mm-hmm. Uh, be stronger. Mm-hmm. How, how weak are you? Yeah. Who raised this little baby bitch? Yeah. Can you not have be strong enough to smell a chicken tender Yeah. for a five-minute drive? For a 16-year-old, by the way. For a 16-year-old. Like, you're going to feed like a Like, she's doing, she's right on time. She's. She's right on she's time. She's arrived. Yeah. And... It, her time someday to put the chicken tenders in the back seat out of back arm range. You know what I mean? Like when you do like the back arm tuck and then you grab a handful of your kid's fucking French fries and just shove all of them into your mouth as they're crying that they're theirs. Which by the way is like such an emotional response for a child when they are small, when they are like, excuse me, bitch. Mm-hmm. Are you out of your mind? Mm-hmm. These are my chicken tenders. Yeah. These are my fries. Mm-hmm. So even a child knows, like, this is not even for you. Mm-hmm. This wasn't for you. Yeah. This was for me. Yeah. And you're so weak that yeah. you couldn't drive while you're driving me in traffic. I potentially, we could die. Yeah. But you had to get a handful of those fucking nuggets. Yeah, I think Kana said that basically verbatim to me. <laughs> <laughs> like really... Speaking of kids saying the darndest things. Yeah. Um, you know where that little motherfucker's hitting me hard these days? Where? So we have a cute little thing we do at night. And I read him a book and then okay. I kiss him and I tell him he's my best friend. 
And he says, Mom, you're my best friend. That is very effing cute. And it's a thing. It's a thing. So now, when he's not happy with me, do you know what he says to me? Oh, boy. You're not my best friend. Pendulum. (laughs) Pendulum. I literally die. And, I mean, he'll be, like, straight up, like, my best friend would not act like this. I don't know you. No, I'm just kidding. But he is literally, he's just like, that's not, like the, that he's like, not the friend man, I'm Man, I wish for. I had a better best friend. Oh, literally. Like, full yeah. tilt. He's just like, you're not my best friend. You, you're not acting right. You can no this, longer hold the title of my best like friend. Like, I'm going to start holding open sessions to see if I can recruit, recruit a new best friend. Literally. Because I'm really not I'm fucking you. holding tryouts. Right. Because this shit has got to go. And he's like, by the way, Dax can't even speak yet, but we're doing a lot of, like, eye contact. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we're in tuned as brothers. And I'm telling you, he's not with the shit either. Yeah, like, he's, he's not just with the like, shit. He's not your best friend either. In case you thought you had a backup best friend, you don't. No, think again. He's my best friend. He's Let's my get it straight. He's my best friend, right. And your son, non, slash not best friend. Right, and we're not feeling any of it. Like, whatever this is, Mom, we're not. So maybe. <gasps> Dude, it is wild, and it's very hurtful. <laughs> It is so hurtful when your children are mad at you. It is because like out on the outward, you're like, I'm doing whatever it is. You're like, hopefully doing the right thing or whatever. But like inward, I recently had to have a little like a little teary session. And I was like outside, like crying a little bit. And then Bill came out. He goes, what is going on? And I go, because I'm just so I know she's mad. She hates me right now. She's hating. She hates me right now. And that is a new feeling, and I don't like that feeling. Mm-hmm. When a child tells you they hate you, you know, you can chalk it up to them being a child. But when, like, <laughs> someone who's bleeding from their womb tells you they hate you, you take it kind of personal, you Some, know? They might a little. For sure she did. Like, she doesn't. No, she like, did. we all know it's not, like, the full throttle as a teenager, but we were all teens. And we know in that moment, right. there's hate in her heart. Oh, she had a lot of hate. <laughs> Like, if she could have balled that hate up and Yukio'd me out of the room, like, just, yeah. like, street yeah. fighter! Yeah. And just, like, released a ball of hate towards my yeah. innards, yeah. she would have definitely have done that. Yeah. Maybe we regretted it later. Maybe not. Right. You don't know. <laughs> right? Until you can't unring a bell. Yeah. Uh, but for sure, she hated me, and it made me feel so sad inside. Mm-hmm. And then she asked me if I would, like, she saved all my favorite Skittles. The yellow and the orange. And she said I saved. That was her saying. Like, well, all branch. I love you. Mm-hmm. I know. I know you love me. Mm-hmm. And then I got a very emotional after I left. And then I was like, I'll do whatever you need me to do. What do you need me to do? You want to redo this room? You want a new bed? Do you want a new TV? Let's do it immediately. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I'm weak. Mm-hmm. Deep so down. You're going you're gonna to find. You're going to find those times. I had to swing back the other way. You do. Hard. Yeah. Because yeah. now I'm back in. The skills yeah. were as an olive branch. And, yeah. you know, children don't just give away their candy. No. Literally, even at that age. No. They're like, fuck you, get your own Skittles, bitch. Well, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. This morning I walked into Kane's bedroom and looked into his empty hamper <laughs> um, where he had urinated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> urinated I, in the basket. In the basket. I and see. I said, is that what I think it is? And immediately he was like, I am so sorry. <laughs> this is not made up. Look, I am so sorry. That's how he talks to me because he just knows. He's like, look, I'm so sorry. I I was like, what <laughs> the fuck, dude? And he was like. Bro, I know, right? I, Wild dreams last night. Like, right. I have no idea He's what like, came over me. Mom, mom, listen, right. listen, listen. 
And then after I'm like yelling and getting hyphy, he goes, listen, you are not my best friend. <laughs> and I think he was like, I'm going to need you to clean this up. <laughs> right. It was like, first of all, you know, I can't reach in there. Let's start. Let's just talk logistics. Let's start there. Number two. You all right? believe that. You're supposed to be my best friend. Why would you react this way? Yeah. This is very sensitive. Obviously, I'm embarrassed. Obviously, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> That's exactly how I felt. He was like trying to convey the message to me. He was like, listen, I'm not poor judgment call. Right. Okay. I know you text an ex when you weren't trying to be slipping, but you were slipping. Like, I slipped. Okay. No, I, I pulled my dick out. I could not walk to the bathroom. There was an empty basket. Something thought, called to my dick. And I thought, it's white. Same thing. I'm close enough. I was like, I asked him. I said, but seriously. And I know he's only three and a half, but I said, listen, why did you do that? I just want to know why. And he's straight up. He's like, I don't know. Because he's a boy. What do you mean? He has no idea. He has no idea why he peed into a fucking hamper. The other day I asked Bill. That's I watched wild. him take, he was making a sandwich and there was like crumbs and there was cheese there was all this shit on the counter and i watched him from far away you ever watch your man from far away yeah and he just took his hand and he brushed it all on the floor like he looked to the sink where the towels were and then he looked <laughs> back at the counter and then he looked back at the sink not with the sandwich oh, yeah. in the hand and then he thought mm. Mm. and he just brushed it all on the ground and it wasn't Again, I don't know if anyone's ever seen my husband or met him, but he's not a gentle person. So when I tell you there are a lot of crumbs and cheese, there's a lot. Okay, more than I would imagine a normal person would leave when making just one sandwich. This yeah, looked yeah. like he had just got done with his morning shift at Portisubs. And he <laughs> took his whole arm and just swept it onto the ground. And I just sat there watching the process from far away. He doesn't see me. I'm watching him. And then he calls the dogs. And he's like, mm-hmm. I'll let them take care of this. And then he turned and saw me and he goes, well, I mean, fucking what? Like the fucking dogs are going to eat it. I'm like, is Sometimes this what there you are do? No words. Is this what you do when I'm not like when you don't think I'm watching when I'm not home? Is this like you guys live like animals? Like you are actually the same as the dogs. So like people so are know. pissing in hampers and throwing shit on the floor and just like. We're calling well, it cool in the gang? Hoping the scoundrels can pick it up. <laughs> what do you think was going to happen? Scamps. I mean, what if you didn't call them? Were they just eventually going to come? Or were we going to have an they lactose intolerant? Now, I couldn't figure out why the dogs kept getting constipated. And then I'm like, I get it now. Because he's making five sandwiches a day, and they're getting all these fucking cheese scraps, and they're fucking constipated. Poor little peaches just dragging their little ass across the ground. Couldn't figure it out. Now I know. Now you know. When yeah. I go, you guys want to eat dinner? probably have some sort of gluten intolerance while they're at it. Oh, I'm, uh, please. I can only imagine when he's giving these dogs when I'm not around. I Sometimes I'm, I'm okay with not knowing what my husband does when I'm not home. 100%. Oh, in fact, I find it to be better. Yes. Much better. Because you know why? Everything he does, I've realized, and this would probably be true with a roommate. I don't want to just say my husband. <laughs> But almost everything he does uh, infuriates me in, the, in which it takes place. Yes, absolutely. Right. No, I'm like, I don't understand why you would go this route to do the simplest of things. Yeah. And sometimes, like, with a roommate, too. You ever lived with somebody? And I never then, lived with anyone, so that's I've a I've had a couple of roommates, and I was like, you know what? This is a mistake. <laughs> not, not sharing the rent or the mortgage. Just like... But just like them. The way they did things. The way they were li- handling and living their life was a mistake. Like, I always wonder how he got to 48. Yeah. Because if you've been living this way 
I would say. 100%. If I just let it ride, and then I always wonder too, because if I let it like, ride, you know he's buttoned what it you, up for you. Uh, please. Uh, actually, no, I think the wheels are off now. Like, now he's actually, I think that I'm so good at my job that I've gotten, I should have gotten raises. Like, I'm so good at my job now that I actually wonder if I've actually done the opposite, if I've actually regressed him. To the point where he's actually mm. worse than he was before we got together. Yeah. Because the other day he said, well, there's no more pills in my bottle, in my thing, in my Monday through Sunday. <laughs> I said, okay. He's like, well, I don't, like, what do I, what? I was like, fill it, fill it back up. He was like, but you normally do it on what I, yeah, I know what I do. It's just, I'm not, I'm not doing it now. So go ahead and take the bull by the horns here. Your grown ass man, yeah. And, but he never would have done that originally. Like he would have just done his own meds, been fine. You know what I mean? Like yeah. put his vitamins out or whatever. I don't. But think it was so. interesting. To, you don't think so? No. Okay. There's no way. Maybe like a couple days. Maybe but like not twice like a week. The whole week. No, 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 no. That never happened before you. Gotcha. Not gotcha. a day in his life. Not a day. I, no. I mean, like a day. In the general scheme of life, but there was never, like, a, a Sunday through Sunday pill box. <clears throat> and that's what makes me wonder, like, am I doing more harm? But then the problem <laughs> is, who's going to do it? Right. You know, because right. if I don't do it... Right. Who then... Who's going to do it? Who's going to do it? No, I... The wheels I fall off this riggedy-raggin very quick. You know, one of the nice things about having, like, a toddler, I've realized, is sometimes they don't like dinner. Truly. No, they just don't want to eat. They just don't want to eat. And I'm, a, I'm not about, like, sitting down and making a meat. And so when the wheels fall off, the wheels fall off, and Mama takes care of Mama, like we've talked about this before. And you know what I've realized, too, is I think people get a little bit too wrapped up. They get a little too wrapped up in the in the routine of things. I mean, like, yes. you know, we and you have been talking over the last couple of weeks and uh, just, you know, a lot of moving parts, especially right, right. with child care. I mean, I know a lot of people are going through that. Work. Um, my husband working at home and there just hasn't been a, a solid routine. And I think a lot of people, I know routine and structure is really good for a lot of people. I feel like just people get really wrapped up in having that solid routine. And it's really, you know, I think life is just about taking it, bobbing and weaving, slip, slip occasionally, you know what I mean? Slip, slip. Yeah. I think that when people get too rigid about like what their day-to-day life is, that's the issue. Cause I am very... Although I am structured in the sense that, like, I always say I just need the house picked up a little. Like, yeah. I don't need to walk in and it look like we got robbed or the feds were looking for the video. Yeah. I just need you guys to <laughs> act like you respect this house just a smidge. Yeah. So that's all I'm so saying. So I know what I'm doing all day long means something. That's it. I'm not saying this house needs to be pristine. I'm not saying that when I come home, I expect everyone to be, like, Sergeant General just lined up at the door. Yeah. But I would enjoy, like, coming home and just having... And for the most part, everyone does that. Everyone does that. So it's just, like, on the weekends or, like, when I'm really with them in the paint... To watch the inter- yesterday, I came home, and yesterday was Columbus Day, Indigenous Day, or Monday. That was Monday. Was that yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. So I noticed that it was Columbus slash Indigenous Day because they're trying to take it off of Columbus Day for obvious reasons. So they're changing it over. Whatever. Slow, it's slow change. Slow change. Which fine. I still don't have it off, so it doesn't. I mean, until I get MLK Day, people, I'm not acknowledging anything. Um. <laughs> so I get home and there is 
cookies, like the ones with the like the really fun, like they're soft, they're white, and they have that fun frosting. We all know they're three ninety nine, and they're so they're, they're so good. fucking good. It's like crack cocaine. Yeah, yeah. I've never had crack yeah. cocaine, but I would assume. Yeah, it's got to be lit like crack. You're spot on. Okay. He has a, a bag. There's like a package of like uh, the ice cream cones with the what are they called? The they've got like the nuts on the outside. Oh, the drumsticks. drumsticks. A thing of ice cream, like a quart of ice cream, with a separate thing of cones. Hmm. And I asked Keek, I'm like, what's the situation here? She's like, dad's out of control. <laughs> Dad has gone full blown diabetic. Dad is eating everything. He, he is, really loves sweets. I've he, never seen a human love I have, sweets like in that. In my lifetime, I have never seen an individual love sweets as much as him. I've never seen it either. To the point where I, I tell him all this. I'm like, you are going to get the sugar foot. I don't know why you're fucking around. Yeah. You're going to be Kunta Kinte missing a leg. Like, yeah. I'm going to have to explain this to people at a party. They're going to be like, why does he walk with a limp? And I'm going to be like, he doesn't have a fucking leg because the, he couldn't stop gone. eating. And they'll be like, was it genetic? No. <laughs> no. And then I'm sorry. Genetic is a leg to stand on. That... <laughs> It really is. See what I did there. I saw what you did. So yeah, I'm trying to <laughs> force my husband out of obesity, and whilst and by the way, no, your husband is not obese. He's like a very like broad built man. Like I swear to God, you guys. But you know what I mean when I say nice. obesity. When you see him, he is not obese. No, pre diabetic. Sure, sure, sure. It's coming. It's coming. His numbers can't be great. No. He's not like Santa Claus yet, but he's like Santa Claus's fucking stepson that lives in Buffalo. Right. <laughs> like the job's his if he wants it. <laughs> Such a spot on. <laughs> the job is really his if he wants it. It's, it's yours you know what I mean? It. Just comes down to determination <laughs> and want. You know, that's really all it comes down to. And he's determined and he yeah. wants it. <laughs> I think he wants it. And so last night it was so funny. I like when I saw this and I said, "Babe, what is going on? Like, yeah. are you is something happening?" And he looks at me just like the saddest face, and he goes, "I don't know. You just know that I love sweets so much." <laughs> and Keek and I were at home, and it was like when she was little, and I just started eating. I go, "Here's the problem, though. You keep bringing Keek into this. She has confirmed to me that she's only had two cookies and one ice cream cone. The drumsticks are gone. <laughs> Half the quart of ice cream is gone." You're now just eating the cone on its own. And all of the cookies, but one is left. So I need you to level with me here. And I need you to tell me how this all went down. That's what I need you to yeah. do. Like, who went to the store? You had to have gone to the store. You had to walk in. And it's one thing to see those when you're doing the whole master list, right? And then you see the sugar. And you think, well, it is almost Halloween. Right. <laughs> and you grab a bag. Let me get a little bag. And you eat a couple that night, and then the kids, you divvy it out, and then maybe you have one. Right. Fine. It is a conscious decision to go down and get a quart of ice cream, extra cones, drumsticks, the plate of cookies. Plate, I mean. And I imagine there were toppings. I mean, if you're going to do something, you don't go half ass. No, no, no. I mean, it wasn't adding up, so I knew there right. were toppings. Yeah. I was like, how are you even going to go to sleep? Yeah, I'd be so wound up that I would I not care about be able wound. to go I'd to sleep. I'd be so physically ill, and nobody is not not physically ill after eating. I, I personally I, don't I like two of those that way. sugar cookies. I'm paying for it almost immediately. Uh, uh, almost. Like, my, my GI tract is oh. letting me know that I fucked oh, up yeah. in a big way. I immediately, immediately have a fungus coming from somewhere. <laughs> 
immediately. The candidia, what is it? A phlegm for a week oh, that yeah. I never had before. Oh, yeah. My throat's sore. For no reason. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. It is, it is like, it, it would truly, what you are putting into your body, now at this age, is going to let you know immediately. You know what's funny is how I bad love your decision was. Taco John's, and pregnancy always brings out a weird thing, and even postpartum, I feel. I had, um, Kane was starving, so we went and got a little snack. And I thought, oh, maybe I should just get a taco so I'm not ravenous right. here because it's very distracting when I'm recording. Right. So I grabbed a taco and then I got a handful. I just did a little handful of his little bites, the tortilla. Or, uh, yeah, the little, little yeah, fucking yeah. Yeah. tots. Yeah. Whatever oil they cook those in. And this is when I know, like, I am ready to, like, the, the pregnancy diet is over. Yeah. Is that stuff immediately makes me sick again. Immediately. Immediately. I'm not kidding you. I had like three of them and I was like, whew. Your stomach starts turning. Like, it's you just like a giant question mark. Yeah. Right. Your body's like, so what is this now? What, yeah. what, was, what was this? It's not real. I'm right. going to start there. Right. It might have resembled something real at the start. And they're talking the shit because they come with cheese. So fucking good normally. And as a small child, and occasionally when you are extraordinarily hungover. If you are hungover, that is the only time your body can take on that kind of food. Because it's already been poisoned. That's it. So now it's just trying to survive. Mm -hmm. So it's going to leach any sort of nutrition out of that item that you're eating in order to have you have a fucking better day. Yeah. So you want to go fuck up a bean, four bean burritos, yeah. some tots and some cheese, mm-hmm. kill it, bitch. Mm-hmm. But if you're on a Monday through Friday, just an everyday, just a wheel and deal, might want a little snack. you are sober. If you are sober minded. It's a mistake. You are an idiot. It's a mistake. Yeah. I love Jimmy, uh, Jim Boys. Mm. Their chicken mm. tacos. Get the fuck out of here. Mm. Get all the way the fuck out of here. They're so fucking good. Sometimes I smell them. I don't even live. I used to live off of Wells. And when I tell you that to this day, sometimes I wake up, smell them, smell them. I'm not, I'm nowhere even near Wells. I'm not even near Wells, okay? And I fucking smell them from in my home. Oh, yeah. When I tell you if I try to eat that shit, sober, no hangover, the regret is almost immediate in the first bite. The only yeah. difference is Jim Boys is so fucking good that you're like, I will shit my brains out while consuming this taco. Yeah. In the bathroom. In the bathroom. where I belong. I'll do what I need to like do. Like an animal. This is it. In my kennel. That's it. Yeah. But just know you're going to pay for it. You know, speaking of this week, I mean, we were joking about a high tensions day. Um, I don't have any any true momentous entry. I'm going to be taking the next couple weeks off, you guys, as you're going to be listening, listening in. So I'm hoping to bring back some fresh content. Fresh goss. Oh, you're going to have some fresh content for sure because you're traveling. Yeah, Yeah. I am. I'm going to be traveling safely. Yeah. In small, small groups. Yeah. But um, some things, some business has to be taken care of. Business has to be taken care of Business has to be taken care of. Absolutely. So I, uh, besides a high tension day. No, we absolutely, well, before we get on the one subject, we actually both have one thing in common that we both were very irate about. And I want to go back to the city on this one. Because I don't understand why there is bumper-to-bumper traffic. Mm, And I don't understand. I get that roadways have to get done. I get it. I get it. I got it. But during the pandemic, when everything was shut down, no one thought, this is our time. Let's do it now. Yeah, because construction didn't get shut down. Construction did not get shut down. You Now, listen, I will say on McCarran, going from, like, 
Mayberry all the way up to uh, Plum, Plum or Plumus rather. Listen, great job, wide roads, and they made it wider. Cool. I don't give a fuck. When I tell you the bumper to bumper traffic because of those goddamn cones, because people either don't know how to drive near a cone, they're freaked out, they're worried about getting the ticket, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. I don't know what happens in people's cars. But this bumper to bump, this lady was riding my ass in bumper to bumper traffic. I'm like, ma'am, we're going two miles an hour. Why are you riding my ass? You're going nowhere. You can't get over in a lane. We can't turn. We are stuck on McCarran. I'm, I'm confused about what you're, I had to roll down my window and ask her to kindly back off my bumper. Because if she were to hit me, I was going to get out of my car and pull those stupid fucking pigtails out of her goddamn hair. Yeah. And I'm confused about what 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 is happening. Why it was five thirty? Why? Yeah, like you know, you already know. Five thirty. You signed up, right? Like you're you're you signed up. Your name is on the doctrine. I got it. I'm here. Yeah, you know. I just don't We're understand why it's this bad. I well, you say at five thirty that I can understand. I was running errands almost all day today. At any given time, I was on the road, whether it was side street or freeway, it was packed. You Always. Guys, we are in Reno, Nevada. We are spoiled little bitches. From Mount Rose to, like, central Reno, I want it to be, like, 35 minutes tops. That's it. And to get around to my basic hubs, my nose ring's gone. Oh, wait, it is gone. Oh, my God, that's right. It fell out last night. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I want it to be fucking uh, <laughs> so distracting. I know. You don't have your... Well, you're going to look at mine. Which oh is going to make you think of yours. I'm so sad. Mine uh, got stuck in my hair last week and pulled right on out. Did it? Yeah. Like, because I obviously... You and I don't use the ball. And so it was just open enough that it caught a braid and that was it, bitch. It was like later days. Um. So long story short... What really is going on is fucking anarchy. I, I just don't understand what is what is going on. And I know we're so spoiled. Like I said, I, I totally get that. But I just like don't understand why are there so wh- what is happening? And I really actually don't feel like it's necessarily the tr- it is the drivers. It is not necessarily the traffic. Because have you mine was bumper to bumper. Have, have you ever pulled up lately to a car and you see next to you that there's two car lengths in between where they have stopped and you're like and you see a guy to your left who's just trying to get in the turn lane but he can't because this dick won't yeah. pull up and and he's just he's a, he is not paying attention he doesn't give a shit he's not gonna pull up and all I can think is but I don't understand but why are you doing this to this person yeah like do you hate them do you mm-hmm. hate Priuses do you hate mm-hmm. Toyota Corollas? I don't Mm -hmm. understand. Why do you hate that guy? That guy Mm -hmm. didn't do anything to you. Yeah. I guess what it really comes down to, which we've talked about several times on this podcast, is I don't appreciate um, an unawareness of others. Yes. I do not appreciate that. Same with my rant. I'm sure I've talked about it a few times on here about fucking people who make other people parallel park all day. And I know you're laughing because you know how much that it, one gets me. It, it's because it's the most... And why would you not pull up? Why would you not pull up? That's what you're saying. It's like a complete selfishness that baffles me. Now, I am not Mother Teresa by any means, but I can honestly say nine times out of ten, I am going to make sure that I'm not fucking up anybody else's day. Yes. I'm not always going to brighten your day. I'll say that. I'm not always going to, how do I say, take the extra mile. 
Right. I'm just not. Right. I don't always have time for that, and I'm looking out for me and my own at this rate. Correct. And a lot of people are. Right. When maybe we should try to focus a little bit more on community, right? But I promise you this, I am not going to inadvertently fuck your day unless it is a wild accident. Like, I have to be so unaware. Mm-hmm. Like a tragedy. Like I'm so distracted. Yes, like a tragedy has struck me down yes. so much. Yes, where I just that don't I'm even oblivious. know where I am. I'm mm-hmm. just on cruise control. Yeah, but to not be aware of the now, people around you. Now, if I can see you. in that rearview mirror that guy who's too he if he's crying hysterically in his car, I'm gonna give him a pass. Right. Some shit's going down. Shit's happening. Okay, but if he's just sitting there thumbing through his fucking Instagram. Oh. When I tell you, I want to. Get out of my car and physically, with my own hands, rip the bumper off. Specifically, the bumper, because that really is what makes your car. I mean, you could be missing a lot of things on your car. Truly, like hubcaps. You could not have a side mirror. It takes a minute for someone to put it together. What's missing? You know, when you see something, you're like, something's missing, but I don't know what. But a bumper, a bumper, you 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 see it right away. Like yeah. you're like, that's yeah. where you put your your stickers at. Yeah. You don't just put a bumper sticker nowhere. You put it on the bumper. I want you physically like the Hulk, rip your fucking bumper off and shove it through your fucking window Mm. or off of a cliff or wherever where it's inconvenient for you and then get in my car and carry on about my day. Yeah, no, I understand that. I I try not to gripe and groan too much, especially because we haven't been so spoiled in Reno, but I will have to say mine is not drivers. Mine is legitimately bumper to bumper. Like there's just a lot of people. There's just so many people. There's a lot of things happening. It is feeling very claustrophobic and I'm just, I'm truly, we have been spoiled our entire lives. Like I am not used to that being our area. I know it is. I'm just not. And I know it's going to take an adjustment because obviously we're getting larger, but even in like certain areas of Reno, I find it like wild because even in Northwest, yes, there is obviously a lot of us up here, but typically if you time it right, you're okay. Mm -hmm. This was like bumper, like LA bumper to bumper. Literally. Yeah. I was like, I have never seen this. Ever. Aren't you motherfuckers in a pandemic with me? Why aren't some of you bitches at home? Why is everyone on the goddamn road? I'm so curious. I thought everyone was working from home. I don't get it. No. It's upsetting. It's very upsetting. Yeah. And we'll let those city planners deal with that. Once Come on, city that. planners. Get it together, guys. Don't stress me out in a pandemic. You know I'm just, you know I'm sensitive. Um, so one thing we really did want to talk about this week. So I was I had texted you and I had said we both are Bill Burr fans. The comedian yes. Bill Burr. And Bill Burr is a definitely a certain kind of comedian. Um, I love him as a comedian. I think love he him. is hilarious. I think a lot of shit he says is very true. Um, I don't think he is out of touch being married to a younger black woman. He has two clearly biracial children. He comes from Boston, which can historically be very racist. So he really has a good like outlook on like a lot of different looks. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's one thing I actually really like about him as a comedian because he didn't just like come from the Midwest or he didn't just yeah. date and stay in this pool. He's got a lot of experience. He's not from LA things. and married a black woman and now he's like they're drinking kombucha and they're right. talking about their fucking why they don't use anything that's not naturally resourced from Connecticut because there's some wild shit about a farm out there that's gonna save everyone's life. Yeah. Like he's like a normal, rational thinking human being. And I he does the one thing that you and I actually do quite a bit, which is speak your truth um one of his big things is like there's too many people okay so like we got to get rid of some people and if you motherfuckers want to act up and like lose your lives cool better on for us because that means more oxygen more food <laughs> if yeah. you want to be stupid fine 
that's on you. Yeah. But I'm just saying that's a you call. I'm not feeling bad for it. So when I heard that he was going to be hosting SNL, I was a little, like for a second, I grasped my pearls. I was like, uh oh. You crashed your pearls. I did. I was like, whoa, whoa. Like, how is this going to go down? How is this going to be? I'm already going to see right now that he is going to say some wild shit. Oh, yeah. And actually, I'll tell you what I actually was most concerned about was if you listen to Bill Burr's podcast, he is a horrible out loud reader. Mm. You know how some people are good at reading? Like, quietly, like, in their mind. Yeah. But then they have to do it in front of people, like, at school. Yeah. And they just, like, all of a sudden, they become dyslexic, and they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. And they're, like, adding commas, adding whatever. That is 100% what, what I thought was going to happen. Because, you know, SNL is all about reading cue cards. Right. It's all about reading cue cards when they start their skits. I was sweating bullets. Like, I, you would have thought I was hosting SNL. I was almost nauseous and sick when I was starting to watch it. But when I tell you that he did his open monologue, his opening monologue, as if he were doing stand-up, mm-hmm. I, it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I agree. There is nothing that he said that wasn't true. And he did it in a very fun, funny way. Yeah. And I died. I died. I, I did too. I thought he really did an amazing job. It. And when I tell you the backlash on Twitter, the backlash on Twitter was... We got to cancel Bill Burr. He's, He's talking canceled. about the gays. He called white women bitches, and they were the white women who were called bitches. <laughs> when I tell you, it's more fun just you guys go through Twitter and just like scroll through. The, he, you would have thought these individual women. He came to their homes, busted open the doors, and said, "Sit down, bitch. Take yeah. your talking to." Like. It oh, yeah. was hilarious. Which I feel like just really reinforced what he was saying the entire time. That, that's all it did. Yeah. Like, you, if you don't realize you're the butt of the joke when you then reply to the butt of the joke, you are, you're not In even realizing. State. Right. You're, the, per, you're yeah. the punchline, stupid. Yeah. I don't understand why people who watch jokes for fun then get upset about Like, you already said are joke. watching SNL. It's like you started, like you signed up, you subscribed. You subscribed to that. Yeah. So I'm just and really confused. And then you confused. got some jokes and you thought, not for me. And now we riot. They were so, if you could have seen, they were just like, his comedy's played out. He's whack as fuck. No one listens to him. He's not dried true. up and old. He's 50 years old. He's talking about, I'm like, you guys, if you, and this is like my main problem with what we are doing now is that people hear something for two seconds and instead of stopping backing up taking it all in and going like but what was like what part was a joke and what was like some real talk shit where he was like seriously you guys think about how funny this is that this was a real movement if you guys haven't watched it go on i won't ruin it go on and just watch it but he was talking about some really funny shit that was all very true yeah and really making light of it obviously um, but none of what he said was offensive. I didn't think so. Rude. I didn't think he, he singled out anybody. No. I mean, I really thought it was very inclusive and it was very relevant. But people here, all they heard was gay pride, black people, or white women are bitches, and took over the woke movement. <laughs> Gucci boot right you know, over the line Gucci, of oppression. <laughs> when he swung his foot and said Gucci boot, I fell the fuck out. I fell out. That has got to be one of the best 
opening monologues for sure. of SNL that I have ever seen. For sure. And he did it in such true, like, Bill Burr fashion. Oh. Which made 100%. it so much better because he stayed true to who he is. And I don't understand why people don't understand jokes. I've never really understood that. In fact, I, I kind of married one. Because sometimes I would say things that I find hilarious. Hilarious. And he doesn't prove. And he thinks that it's quote unquote mean. And I'm like. It's a joke. It's a joke though. I just like, I don't see. And this is the difference. I think just we'll take all of this like heavy current topics out of it. Right. Right. And go all the way back to the beginning. Like, I think it really comes from like, you're either funny or you're not. Yes. I've never met somebody who's like, of course, everybody, every clock is right twice a day. Right. Right. Every broken clock is right twice. So, like, you've met somebody and they've said one funny thing that made you chuckle. Right. Right? Maybe not even, like, and there's difference between laughing at them, right, because they're stupid or because they're, the way they do things is tough. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying, like, they themselves has actually come up with a witted comment. Or right. Or they have said something and you've, like, you've laughed. Right. So that's not what I'm talking about. In general, though, you are either funny. Or you're not. Or you are not. That is true. Like, you just, you have it, or you don't. That's it. And I feel like the people who don't, immediately, as, like, some weird defense mechanism, I swear, I think they just either, like, overcompensated with being nice, because being funny isn't probably one of the oldest ways of being entertaining. Correct. Same with having a good singing voice or right. maybe being a talented athlete. Like we, as people, when we are done with our work day, whether it is like banging out the stones right. <laughs> right. or right. fucking getting off the typewriter, right? like we want to decompress. Right. Whether that's with music or athletics or being entertained through theater or comedy or dramatics, right? So I just assume that people like not right now but back in the day they were just kind of like oh well if you're making a joke and i'm genuinely not funny like chances of me even understanding your thought process aren't gonna work it's not gonna work right and so with that being said you're just a fucking mean asshole right because (laughs) if you're looking at it from that point of view but here's where you lose me okay and i'll tell you why here's where i 100 buy into what you're saying but here's where, not you specifically, but the people losing. Yeah. Okay? Now, I just need everyone, so if you're not a person who's naturally funny, now I need you to listen to me. Seriously, I'm not even being condescending. Like, hang on to your seats here, okay? I'm gonna blow your, I'm gonna blow your wigs right off. If you don't like to read, do you go to the library? If you don't like to read, I don't, do, me personally, you love to read. If I'm, if I am not feeling tired... If I crack open a fresh book, I'm going to immediately fall asleep, okay? Right away, immediately. Now, if it's like a book on tape or whatever, I'm fine. Truly, like, I am just one of those individuals. There's a lot of us out there. We crack open a book, and I'm instantly yeah. like, I could be doing just yeah, a ambient. million other things. Like, connect. <sighs> night, yeah. Okay? Yeah. So you know the last place you're going to find this bitch? Right. In a goddamn library. So if I am not a naturally funny person, why in the fuck... Would I agree to go to a goddamn comedy show? 
That doesn't even make any fucking sense. That's like going and asking to get your eyebrows waxed, and the lady goes, your eyebrows have already been waxed, ma'am. There's nothing to do here. You know, it's a good relating point. Like, people who are like, oh, I love movies, and then they say, like, I watch Hallmark movies and stuff. No, you don't like movies. You don't like movies. You like being entertained in some facet. Mindlessly. Like, we're here. Like, completely. Like, you like Your brain doesn't need to leap far. No, exactly, because you're looking at these certain things, and you're saying, yep, that's, that's for me. Correct. Now, with that being said, if you sign up truly for SNL or a comedy show. Right. And you walk out, you could say, you could judge it in terms of like, ah, it just wasn't for me. Maybe the ending wasn't the perfect. Maybe mm-hmm. the beginning or mm-hmm. or maybe the way that they they delivered the jokes. Fine. Right. right. But all together, if you to go to a fucking joke show and you are genuinely. <gasps> I can't believe. I just clutching can't, be- your pearls, I can't believe As you it. like to say. You're a fucking moron. You're a fucking moron. You are genuinely a fucking moron. And um, you should f- look at all the other things. I know. I know then you're doing in your life that you hate. <laughs> right. Because you are for sure. Because oh. if you're going to a joke show, if you're going to a comedy show, and you're not even funny, and you don't even really like fuck with comedy or understand. Because that's the thing is comedy mm-hmm. is not... to to honest, I don't think people understand. You and I are, I will say, and I say this a lot. And this is not to toot our own horns at all. I am just going to tell you what it is. We are very lucky and very blessed to be the kind of people that can, a situation can happen and a tenth of a second can go by and my brain will think of something funny and insert it immediately. I almost have to stop it from coming out of my mouth. I almost have to pull it back from coming out. Yeah. If you are a person where that just like doesn't exist in your brain at all then why would you then be able to understand the beginnings of a joke? You're not even going to be able to understand how that joke worked, why that joke worked, who that joke was for, who was the intended audience for. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. You're, because you're, you're right latching now, onto one word at a time. That's it. And so you're missing the entire point of the joke. To look at that opening monologue from Bill Burr and to at any point from the beginning to the end go, that was shit, you are... Clearly not a kind of person that understands jokes. Yeah. And that's okay. But then just don't go to a joke show. Yeah. That that's okay. Literally. And I you don't know go to all the these theater. people who are like deep, hot, and bothered and everything, they're gonna go on YouTube and they're gonna Google or wherever you're gonna get it and you're gonna look up fucking SNL skit or monologue, Bill Burr. And then you're gonna watch it and you're gonna get even more upset. Right, because you're like, look uh, look, <laughs> look how offensive he is. He's like, well, he was starring on Saturday Night Live, which has traditionally been a skit comedy show. A skit comedy show where they that has joked about every current event and things that are happening since it fucking started. That's the whole reason it fucking started. Um, Did you ever watch In Living Color when you were young, when you guys were kids? So, if you guys have never seen In Living Color, it's the um, Keenan Ivory Waynes, the Waynes brothers. Their whole family, they started this skit show, and then they had, like, Jim Carrey had to start there. A lot of a lot of up-and-coming, I will say, quote-unquote, urban comedians really got their start there. Okay. So if you think, so take SNL, but make it funny. And I, I know people are, but you know what, exactly what I mean when I say that. SNL maybe hits the mark 2% of the time. SNL back in the day was different than what SNL is now. For sure. And I really just watch it for the Saturday Night Highlights, the... When they do the um, the reading, the news wrap up, whatever. Yeah. 
when I tell you that in Living Color to this day is one of the funniest skit shows that I have ever witnessed in my life. Um, and back then it was really large in the black community because it was the first kind of thing that we had, right? Like our skit show. Damon Waynes does a character on there. And he plays a handicapped Superman. Okay? And he is dressed up like the guy on the handicap sticker. So he's in all blue. The cap is over his head. He has fashioned his hands in such way that would lead you to believe that perhaps he might be handicapped. And his entire skit is when he hears injustice going on for the handicap, he flies to the sky handicapedly. So he's up and down. He's up and down. He's not a great flyer. He flies through the window and he yells, handicap man here. And he he busts open a door and he'll go, excuse me, sir, you are in a handicap stall. Your legs work, bitch. And he, pers- he, he continues to beat this man to death because he should not be, and educate him on why he should not be in a handicap stall. Okay? Now... Is that a skit sensitive? Now, here's where you got me, okay? Because if you're just looking at it from the outside, you'd say, no, he is making fun of handicapped people, but I need you to wheel it back a little. Because really what he's doing is he's saying, you fuckers have normal legs, use a small goddamn stool or stall. This person who has a, who has a wheelchair needs to get into this stall. Now, was he joking? Obviously. The Does, whole thing do I from think that, to be to me is... Oh, if you've never seen it, if you've never watched In Living Color, it's on YouTube. You can go right now. All the seasons are on there, I think, for the most part. If you have never seen Handicap Man, I need you to go on there immediately. And here's what I want everyone to think out loud. It's okay for a comedian. It's not okay for a comedian like Damon Waynes to go on and do a handicap skit, right? Whatever. It's not okay for um, Bill Burr to call white women bitches, right? But it is okay to have shows, dramas, where you depict blonde women as stupid and only being good for fucking, black women with the noodle neck and the hand and their fucking attitude all wearing gold from L.A., every gay man talks like a female, walks like a female, dresses like a female. You put us in these little boxes. Society, Mm -hmm. you did this. We did this. We did this to one another. Absolutely. So now that somebody is calling out what they're witnessing, you have a problem. How? How? You don't have a problem with Gossip Girl. You don't have a problem watching One Tree Hill, a yeah. bunch of young kids fucking on TV. One Tree Hill and Dawson's Creek was and 14 Girl. and 15-year-olds fucking teachers, and they be fucking. I'm currently, Dude, if you Gossip haven't caught Girl on, watching One Tree Hill. It was why, But those were children. That was child pornography, essentially, even though they were adult actors. I mean, I, I, I love it. it. I, yeah, I'm watching Rentry Hill. But I'm just saying. So you're okay with p- parts of our, of entertainment. But you're not okay with, and I know everyone's like, we're only going to cast like black people to play black people and white people to play, like I get all that. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is, is that you still to this day cast people into certain roles. Absolutely. And we're all okay with that. But you're not okay with a comedian getting on stage and speaking the absolute truth. He is looking at what society, what we have done to our society. He is then calling it out, and then everyone's got a problem with it. That you can still, a handicapped person can still be a dick. Okay? 
I know that's not like popular. A handicapped person, I meet them all the time. They can be assholes. I had a handicapped guy last week roll over my toes and said, you should watch it. <laughs> so you do with that as you want. Oh, yeah. So as a comedian, part of your job is to look and assess what is going on around you yeah. and make a joke about that. So if Bill Burr or any other comedian is not meant to do that, then what the fuck are they going to be talking about? I'm just asking that question. Yeah. So then what are they going to be? What are we going to talk about? Right. What are they going to make jokes about? I guess I've someone very close to me has a very like similar opinion about like the mean thing versus and I'm just like the reason comedians are paid and tour and play at places like the Apollo and sell out fucking stadiums is because they joke about shit that's real. Correct. Things that you can't really grapple with. And when they say it in a joke form, a lot of people of us grip onto it because we go, yeah, that is how we feel. Right. And making light of it then creates some sort of levity for people. Now, all you fucking saddies out there, just little fucking sniffing them little bitches, <laughs> okay? I know that that's hard for you. I know that your daily life is actually hard for you. <laughs> it has to be. Can you imagine never being Laughing? fun? Laughing? Just never being fun. Just never having fun in your everyday life. So, it was kind of a weird incident that happened i almost killed myself the other day good okay coming down and i really did i totally it was my fucking fault i was merging over coming down from the lake off a job are you a bad merger no no this was total blind spot i mean just just, it happens just did not see it dead ass so i've done it no questionable it was everybody's done it I do the wave. I do the so sorry. Like, fucking like hand to God. Like I am so sorry. And he rolls down, and I he could see him like slowing down and rolling his window down. You're I was like, like Great. sometimes you got to take your talking to. You, you, sometimes you got to take. In your the words to. of Bill Burr, sometimes sometimes you, you got to take, take your, your talking, talking to. to. So I get ready, and I'm I have the hands up already in like the like I'm so sorry. Like, I fucked up. I, I fucked, fucked up. up. And he starts blowing kisses at me. I'm sorry? You heard me. I love you. Blowing kisses at me. Isn't that isn't Almost that wild? killed it. Uh, what's that song? Um, my ass is so fat, you can see it from the front and the back. Mm-hmm. That sir saw you from the back and was like, I'll let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I swear. And when I didn't, you guys, this wasn't like a clip. Like, I would have fucking killed us. <laughs> Rolled. Shit I can't was believe not he... okay. Oh, and I mean like fucking blowing kisses. I hope that he wasn't from another country and like in his country that meant I hope you fucking kill yourself tonight. No, I hope your whole California house burns down. Blade, oh, it was? The white guy. Why does days long? Yeah. And he was like, I see you, sister. Mm, kisses. <laughs> and the reason I bring that up is because I was getting ready to just get my ass handed to me and then I could have turned that situation into you disgusting you pervert. Right, pervert. Right, How right. dare you? Throw I mean, I kisses at me. Throw ki- like, I could have. It really could have turned south, oddly enough. Right. And instead, I just laughed in my car for probably about 10 minutes. And I thought, man, this life is good. This is a good life. Like, it's a weird life, but it's weird so good. Life, but it's good. And I just thought somebody else would have, like, made that, like, a feminist thing, I'm pretty sure. Instead of just a guy not gunning me down for almost killing us. <laughs> right, for almost killing us. They they would have turned it into like this whole like women yeah. empowerment thing, and I'm like, sometimes a joke is a joke. Like that's I, the whole point of that's this the whole, whole story. Point. I truly 
you know me. I'm about my women. I'm about fucking, like, certain shit I don't fuck around with. And I'm being serious. Like, in the workplace, if there's something going on, if you're being harmed, if you're being yeah. felt, made, made uncomfortable, harassed. Totally. You should have a place where you can go, a safe space where your your bosses, your upper level at management backs you up and it gets fucking taken care of. Now, does that mean I don't make seven pussy jokes a day at work? No, that's not what that means. Yeah. Okay? I talk about how small their dicks are. I And when I tell you I try very hard, and I actually just do it for fun. I'm not even trying to do it for, like, the woman movement. I just, like, they annoy me sometimes. And I'm about sometimes, that, too. And I'm about that. Yeah. But I need you to know that when I denigrate these men, when I bring them to their knees, there's a... I posted a... Um, a video on to Instagram and it was of family guy. And it was this last episode and Lois is talking about the podcasting, but at the end of the episode, <laughs> Peter ends up getting adjusted by a chiropractor and he ends up being too tall. And Lois, he goes, Lois, I just, I don't know how I'm going to get down short. I hate being tall. And she goes, um, I'm a woman. I'll just break you down emotionally and uh, we'll get you back to your regular size. And you see her just breaking him down. I mean, she's just talking shit about the way he dresses and the fact that he's not funny and no one likes your fucking jokes and people breathe heavy and no one, every time you eat those garlic and people fucking, I mean, she just is breaking him down. And then at the very end of the episode, it switches the clip and he's sitting on the pillow and he's maybe the size of my mouse. And he's just like, Lois, you be good. You be good, Lois. When I tell you I break these men down every day, yeah. I'm shocked they come back every day. I am seriously, sometimes the shit I say out loud like is wild like wild like yeah. it's and if you were an outside person and if you didn't know any of us you would be like she needs to be taken to hr she is inappropriate yeah this is a hostile work environment clearly yeah clearly these men are un like sometimes yeah. i say some shit and you're like what but they know that i am fucking around they know that this is a goddamn joke my boss has sometimes come over and been like Okay, that was really funny. Like, she knows, because why? We have a very difficult job. We deal with cancer, dying people all day long. Yeah. And we need to be able to just, like, have fun, joke, joke around. And obviously, I don't mean that shit in a serious way. Trust me, when I'm intense and serious and I'm upset, 100%. you will fucking know. And that's another thing, I guess, is, like, that's exactly what it is. And I could understand... and. If you don't get jokes, then you don't get people like Bill Burr. Because let me tell you, I bet you. And you don't get us. When he's not on, you're probably having some of the most passionate, heartfelt conversations Absolutely. that you've ever had with anybody ever. Absolutely. And you are real. You might make throw a couple jabs here and there. But for the most part, when you're talking to, like, I would honestly say a comedian. I've had a few pretty decent comedian friends in my life. And the way their mind works, like, they've already, like, taken it apart any which angle like a fucking Rubik's cube. Right, and work like that you, joke a million yeah. ways. And even if, and stripped what isn't funny to what can be funny. Exactly. And the fact if you're still like, no, like, thank God you're not in their head. You might as well just fucking throw yourself off your bridge. I just don't understand why. Here's my issue with it. If you don't find it funny, fine. If you don't understand jokes, fine. Here's what I don't understand. Why are you then logging on to tell other people that you didn't find it funny. Because you want to punish no yourself? No one can Like, you took it now totally. even a step further. Your People are, like, reposting it. They're like, he needs to... Like, why are you doing all of that? If I don't get a joke, I move on. <laughs> like, I move on. I will tell you that I kept saying... I was in traffic one day, and I was driving to work, and I was really mad. And I've been trying to 
curse less in the car. Yeah. I am never going to be a person that won't curse. If you know me, that's who I am. And if you don't like it, I really don't give a fuck. Um, I don't subscribe to women should speak and look a certain way. I don't subscribe to that. I grew up in a black and an Italian household where they said fuck every two words. Okay? My mom was like, good fucking morning, my little fucking angel. Like, that's how we fucking talked. Okay? I don't know what to fucking tell you. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I, though, find that when I'm in the car and I do that, it can get me hyphy. Okay? Whereas I'm like, why didn't you turn on your blinker, sir? That would have been so much easier. But when I say, why the fuck didn't you turn on your goddamn fucking blinker? Now I'm at a 10. You see how that happened so quickly? Yeah. So I'm trying to not curse whilst I'm in the car. So I said, when a guy cut in front of me, well, Christ on a cracker, you almost hit me. And then I thought, where the fuck did I get Christ on a cracker from? Then it, I don't know. I just kept saying it. It kind of like, you know when you say something and it latches on? Yeah. I was at work just saying it all day. Well, Christ on a cracker, why isn't this printer working? I mean, yeah. I was using it for everything. The juice was gone, Christ on a cracker. Mm-hmm. Can't find my pen, Christ on a cracker. Internet's down, well, Christ on a cracker. I was really getting into the Christ on a cracker thing. And it didn't dawn on me until about five days later to put the correlation of what it meant, Christ on a cracker, meaning when you do... Commun- when I tell you I latched so fucking hard, I was in the middle of talking to a patient about some serious shit. I started lo- crying. She was like, are you okay? I said, I actually have to tell you this. Like, you're, because you're going to think I'm super insensitive. Christ on a cracker, I've been saying it all week. She goes, what is Christ on a cracker? She didn't get it. She didn't fucking, no one got it. And then when I said, you know, like, Christ on a like communion, did not, crickets, crick, crick, like nothing. Yeah. And I was dying laughing because I found it amusing that I used Christ on a cracker. My point is, is that if you cannot find little shit every day, right? Just like the littlest little shit, shit to just like crack your own self up. I make myself laugh so true. every day, all day. So true. And that is okay. That is okay. Not everyone. We do need serious totally people, agree. right? We need people in Congress who aren't making, like I couldn't sit through a congressional hearing. I'd be making jokes. I'd be talking shit. And I'd be like, no one's even talking to you, fucking mumbles. The fuck is in your mouth? Back up on the fucking mic. Why are you always so... Like, I would be ruthless, right? There's a reason why you and I aren't in Congress. Yeah. So we need the people who don't go to the joke show. I need a a regular bitch who's not funny, who really takes her taxes seriously, who keeps an Excel spreadsheet. I want a regular bitch cleaning my teeth. That's it. I want a regular bitch... um, Personally, I'd like a regular bitch taking care of my kid only because I could only assume, like, I could never watch kids in a sweet way because, like, the shit that they would want to do, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Oh, like, what they want to do. Like, what they want to do. Oh, you're like, 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 I want to piss in the hamper. I'm like, kind of Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. It's like, not the toilet, but it's like a thing. Well, and you've never done it. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Once I heard that Kane had pissed in a hamper, I thought, I've actually never pissed in a hamper before. Ever. I wonder what that's like. Yeah. At some point, that's going to hit the bucket list. I'm just going to warn you. No, 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 for sure. For sure. For sure. No, I know what you're saying. I think uh, I couldn't agree more. I fully, fully, fully support the the Bill Burr monologue. And you know another thing I loved about him? Yeah, he's a fucking comedian making jokes. Like, why are you... Sorry about it. It's not like he got on SNL and started working on a fucking car. I'm just confused that if comedians are not meant to talk about 
really tough things that may be hard to hear, but that are funny, then what are they supposed to have been talking about? What was Bill Burr supposed to go on as a comedian? Let's take the monologue out. Let's take SNL out. He's on stage. Right. What is he supposed to be talking about? What? Fruit? I Fruit? literally can't figure it out. I'm serious. I want everyone to think right. And I what think would I'm he have sharp. spoken about? What would he have? What 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 else would a comedian then talk about? Everything's off limits now. Everything is off limits. And the one thing I love about Bill Burr is he's like nothing is off limits for me. And that is one thing I love about this podcast is that you know if you don't understand or you don't get a joke, I don't fucking care. We are called the hate journals. Obviously, we don't hate anyone. If you've ever met me or you a day in our lives and actually listened to our podcast, you would know that. But I don't have time to break it down for everybody. It's a pun. It's a joke. It's a joke on a joke. And if you don't, and it says a comedy podcast. Like, if you don't see that and then put the two together, I can't do much more homework like, for I you. I think you need to go into the wellness category. Because now I'm starting to, like... Un- now I'm talking to, to the work. Some bet- Tibetan drums. You That's know it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So if you don't get the joke, I understand that. Then don't listen, and I'm okay with that too. But please stop logging in a Twitter. Please stop logging in an Instagram because I gotta tell you, from one funny person to a funny bitch across from me, when I tell you we could give one fuck, one fuck about the fact that you don't find us funny, I don't give a fuck. Okay. It does not uh, matter. Well, I've met plenty of people who don't find me funny. Oh, I've met life. plenty of people who didn't and think I was funny. let me tell funny. you guys, we don't hang out. What, what's the word that you always get? I'll tell you something. If you're a funny person, if you're a comedian, if you are a person that does any sort of comedy, the one word you will hear told about you, more over than not, she's super pretty, but she can be obnoxious. Mm. Yeah. She's a lot. She's a lot. Am I a lot or am I just making fun of something that is super funny and you're so fucking uptight that your pussy just <laughs> went up when you I heard him say white me. women sit down next to me and take your talking to and they said, oh, absolutely. What? Absolutely not. Did he just say we're going to get a talking to? Absolutely not. I won't stand for this. Nobody's I'm going to get a Twitter. No one's talking to me. No one puts baby in the corner. Yeah, I understand. I, uh, I definitely could hear somebody if I was a fly on the wall being like... She's a lot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, she, oh, that Alicia. Alicia and Black Mountain. She's a lot. But you and make okay your own judgment. But you know what? Like, you meet them and you. But, like, you'll get it. But, like, she's a lot. But I will tell you this. And, like, what does that mean? You're a little? And who are you, the judge? Well, I don't even care about the judge, right? But no, if but I'm, I'm like, a who lot. Who are you? What are you? But if I'm a lot, does that make you a little? Like, are you less than? Like, are you less than? Because you are not fine. Or, because there's only three, you're either less than, you're average, or you're a lot. Or you're a lot. <laughs> so I guess if I have to take my rations, I'm gonna take I'm, a lot. I'm gonna take a lot. I, I... <laughs> I can tell you, I've never that perspective has never even crossed my mind. Never even crossed the field into my mind. So thank you so much for that. I actually really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and with that, you guys, that is going to wrap up this episode <laughs> of The Hate Journal. So you guys, we do have a charity thing coming up. Um, there will be a commercial coming out. Uh, there will be some things coming up. We are going to be doing some nice things for the holiday season. And we actually are just doing this because we are good people. 
But also we want to encourage people in our community to also give back. So I will make the announcement. It will not be on this episode. Um, we have a couple more things to iron out, but we are actually very excited. AP and I love giving back. Like truly, if you know us, we really enjoy making other people happy. And we are, feel very fortunate in our lives and what we've been given. So we definitely want to pay that forward. So I will definitely keep you guys up to date on what is transpiring as the next couple of weeks come about. So I probably will release a single clip episode that will only be like five minutes long and it will be about this. So just hang tight. I promise I'm going to get it out there. Uh, but you guys, we really appreciate it. I got actually a lot of really great feedback. People just loved Rupert on the show talking about the yachts. I think it really made, because you know when you're like winners to happening and you hear people talking it, like you see a video and someone's in Hawaii and you're just like, fuck, Yeah. why does my life suck? Yeah. Why is my shit the worst? Why am I here next to you, married to you? Why aren't I in Cabo with fucking Jose Han. and fucking Juan and Han? Why aren't we fucking living it up in the lap of... Why am I here with you? Like, that's what I think that episode did for a lot of people. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, so I'm really glad that we were able to have him on. And I really do want to apologize to him and his company. Obviously, we were going to release it, but the President of the United States had a oopsie-whoopsie. So on that note, you guys, thank you for tuning in for another episode. Of course, you can follow us on Instagram at The Hate Journals. And of course, on Twitter, Hate Journals. And of course, you can go onto our website, thehatejournals.com. Questions and comments? Email us, thehatejournals at gmail.com. And with that, we love you guys, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.